Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. One person suffered minor injuries in a two-vehicle accident in Cass County this morning. The Cass County Sheriff's Office says at 7.50 a.m., first responders were called to the area of 750th and Richland Road. Investigating deputies found that a black 2020 Chevrolet Colorado being operated by Gerald Wessel of Anita was sitting at a stop sign on 750th Street facing south at the intersection with Richland Road. Wessel failed to yield the right-of-way and proceeded south through the intersection. At the same time, a 2010 semi-tractor trailer being operated by Bradley Ruth of Orient was traveling west on Richland Road approaching the intersection. As Wessel entered the intersection southbound, Ruth's vehicle struck Wessel's vehicle in the rear driver's side quarter panel. This sent Wessel's vehicle into a spin within the intersection, coming to rest in the southwest ditch. Wessel was transported to Cass Health for suspected minor injuries. State climatologist Justin Glisson has reported that February was the second warmest on record in the past 152 years. Tom Robinson has this story. The average temperature for the month was 36 degrees, which is 10 degrees higher than the climatological norm we expect for March. So we are as warm as March should be. Glisson further highlighted that the state received only two-tenths of precipitation and one-tenth of an inch in southwest style, which marks the third driest February ever recorded. Additionally, snowfall across the state averaged only one inch, which is also in the top five least snow on record. If you look at meteorological winter, December, January, February in total, the average temperature was 30 degrees. And that's about 7 degrees above average, third warmest winter on record. Regarding precipitation amounts, Glisson stated that they were slightly above average for December, January, and February, while snowfall was about 2 inches below average. Most of the snowfall came from the two systems that occurred from January 12th through January 21st, which brought significant snowfall. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. The Iowa House passed House File 2586, which establishes grants to help schools fund school resource officers and allow for armed staff in the school district. Iowa House Representative Tom Moore of Griswold said many things need to be done to more adequately secure the safety of our students, and House File 2586 is one of those tools. It's totally voluntary for school districts, it's totally voluntary for any staff. In other words, the school districts can't mandate that certain staff members carry. It is totally voluntary, and the training for this is extensive. In fact, it's as extensive uh, or even more so than first-year academy students are, are, are getting for uh, police forces and things like that. It's an extensive training program. Moore said in the first five minutes of an active shooter, a new victim can be shot every three to five seconds, and the average response time for law enforcement is about 12 minutes. We saw from the Lakewood shooting in Texas that there were security personnel on hand there, and that active shooter was taken down in less than 30 seconds, which saved lives. So this is just something that school districts have been asking for, School districts in Iowa already have the ability to do this, but the problem is, is that many of the uh, school insurance packages have said, if you do this, we won't insure you. And uh, basically what the insurance companies were saying is, is we don't want to take on the risk. And so we're working on that as a part of this, but we also have a qualified immunity that if that uh, SRO or if that uh, staff member that is well-trained acts 
appropriately that there is qualified immunity in that situation, and that should help with the insurance. House File 2586 will now go to the Senate. Atlantic City Council yesterday approved the Homes for Iowa program and housing development fund budgets for the fiscal year 2024 revised estimate and fiscal year 2025 budget. City Councilman Sean Sarsfield explained that the homes are built by prisoners near the Newton Correctional Facility. They're very well put together from my understanding. They hold up well while they travel. Um, so the prisoners build them. And then they also have a system that takes them, puts them in place once they get to where they're going. So... Um, I think they, I got to walk through one. Uh, they look amazing. Atlantic Mayor Grace Garrett said this puts the city on the list to get a home. And this is new with the city being able to buy it now. It was before a private individual had to buy it and the city can now buy it and sell it. The council will now need to explore the best place to put one of the homes. We've got some places where we might be able to put, we and a developer might be able to put two or three houses within a block or within a neighborhood area, which would help to revitalize a neighborhood, I think. But I think we should at least explore that and we have some properties that might meet that. So are we sure that the infill lot or the house size will meet planning and zoning on the lots available? Uh, say again? The size, the size of the house, will it fit? That's the key question we have to ask Chris is the, the dimensions and the lots that we have available. Mm-hmm. But I think we have at least one that's a decent sized lot. It was noted that if the home does not sell within 90 days, it can be rented. And the Atlantic City Council approved a resolution on the proposed maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 25. A public hearing on the proposed maximum property tax levy is set for April 3rd at 5 p.m. at the City Council Chambers. Bill Garrett, plant manager for Atlantic Coca-Cola Bottling Company, hosted a lunch for his employees at the venue this afternoon to honor them. Tom Robinson has more on this. In 2019, Garrett challenged his team to improve the ranking of the Atlantic plant from 37th to a higher position out of 116 Coca-Cola producing facilities in North America. The ranking was based on the quality, safety, and environmental requirements set by the North American Operating Unit of Coca-Cola that manages all plants. So I challenged the team to take this to a new level. And I gave them an opportunity, at least, let's make the top 10. So we, they worked very hard and diligent, and they put in a lot of effort. The employees' hard work paid off as the Atlantic plant moved up from 37th to the top spot in 2022, tied with a plant in Puerto Rico. The Atlantic Coca-Cola bottling plant has also accomplished the remarkable feat of operating for 10 consecutive years without any lost time incidents, something that very few companies have achieved, according to Bill Garrett. First of all, I think it's the people. They are loyal people, and it's the Midwest culture. Now, they, they can be challenging individuals, and they can be very headstrong, but that's okay. Once they get their mindset on something, they set for the goal, and they work towards it. There have been a lot of rumors surfaced around Atlantic that this plant would relocate to Des Moines in a large facility we have on Army Post Road. And I'm going to tell you and the city that is not going to happen because in order to take 
this operation there, you got to take all the people with it. You won't attain what we've obtained without these people. Garrett mentioned that the Atlantic plan has gradually worked towards producing all the carbonated soft drinks in bottles and cans and supplying as much as possible to the Iowa markets from this plant. The plan has successfully increased its volume from 2.4 million cases to 7.2 million cases. Uh, The Tyler family that owns Atlantic Bottling, uh, the ownership have been very gracious to us, understanding our needs and have um, invested heavily in this plant. And they've been doing so since 2019. And we did, two years ago, we did... uh, almost a $2 million investment to the can line, and that uh, we're doing another investment this year. As a matter of fact, that project will start uh, today. Atlantic Mayor Grace Garrett praised the employees of Atlantic Coca-Cola Bottling Plant for their hard work and dedication in achieving their goals. Well, the growth of the plant has been exceptional for our city. It has provided several jobs, and they continue to um, expand in a lot of different ways. And since the acquisition in 2016 and us coming here in 2017, the uh, commitment to growth by Atlantic Bottling has been phenomenal. And the employees have done such a great job in reaching their goals. This is actually their second award. And they deserve a lot of recognition for their hard work and keeping their eyes on the goal. The employees also received a sweatshirt stating the number one ranking and the 10 years without a lost incident. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.